0: Good afternoon, morning, evening, whatever time is when you're watching this. Welcome to today's episode of Living Intentionally, the podcast. And today we're gonna to talk about burnout, how is affecting your life, and how to get out of the cycle. You really want to stay till the end because this is going to change the life that you have right now, and how you are approaching every situation in your life, whether it is your career or your business, or even if you're a stay-at-home mom, how you approach dealing with the situations that you have in front of you. My name is Carmen Benton. I am an intuitive mindset and energy coach, and I help women Stop living in autopilot. Create the balance and happiness that they so much want and burn out and just create the life that you want. And I say women, but all my male clients always complain. Men are always welcome in my bobbled way. So let's talk about burnout. But first, we need to understand where is it coming from and why I can talk about this because I was Burn out myself. And I wish I knew back then all the things that I know now. And so that's what I want to share with you. So you have to first understand the kind of world that we live today. There's so many demands and expectations, expectations that have been put on us from society. And who is to say they're right or wrong? They're just there. And we are going like with emotions, trying to fulfill them all. And these expectations sometimes create stress in our life, right? The stress is the cause of all things the doctors cannot diagnose. And it is true because the way our brains have been wired to survive is by reacting with all the famous F, right? The flight, the fight, the freeze, the faint or fawn. Reactions that your nervous system, this is science, right? Your nervous system activates in you, depending on what is most likely to get you to survive whatever episode or circumstance you are facing. Let me say that in other ways. Basically, if you are being yelled at by, say, your spouse or you're in an argument with your spouse, you might actually fight back because you know that you can survive that situation. And if you're just quiet, it might not go away. So then you activate the fight response. Let's say that you are in a scary dark alley, right? And you have this intuition that something is not good. So the flight response might activate because your brain knows that in that situation you're more likely to survive if you just fly away. But let's say that you are at work and you have a boss not a leader and we'll talk about that in other episodes the difference between a boss and a leader but you have a manager or someone who is above you who is just like screaming at you and in that situation you freeze. Because your logical brain is telling you, don't you dare to like explode here because you need your job, right? And so fighting is not an option. You are not adult, so you cannot just flight, So let's freeze. And freeze means you do nothing and you're staking all the abuse, right? So this is, again, just how your brain have calculated based on statistics and all things that you have done in your life and how you have reacted and survived other scenarios, what is the most likely um, reaction that's gonna keep you alive from this danger that's happening? And all this goes back to like, you know, the cave times when there were lions and, you know, big cats and animals that wanted to eat us. And it knew that sometimes you needed to freeze, sometimes you need to flight, Sometimes you needed to fight. And it happens today, like with bears. I live in Alaska and we have um, have the black bears and the grizzly bears and obviously polar bears, but those are far north. And we know, we teach our children that if you see a black bear, you fight because they're not that big, but they are going to eat you. But if you see a grizzly, you freeze. You play dead because it is unlikely that you're going to be able to outrun them so you cannot f- fly and you're not going to be able to beat them so you cannot fight back. So anyways, what I'm telling you all this, I'm telling you all this because this is happening all day, every day in your reality. 24 hours a day, except when you're sleeping, for some people, even when they're sleeping, when they have burnt out all the way to the later stages of the cycle, you are getting exposed to stimulants in society that are activating your stress cycle. But we have been conditioned so poorly to suck it up because we're supposed to just act a certain way. So what happens is that we don't complete the stress cycle. In other words, we don't let it out. We don't have good coping mechanisms to let the energy process to you and have your brain assimilate the fact that you actually survived this and this shouldn't be triggered again. So instead, by pushing it down and numbing it off, what you're doing is telling your brain, this is danger. You cannot survive this. And so you have to use other unhealthy things to preserve the species which are, you know, over-drinking, over-eating, numbing yourself with Netflix all day long, right? Working non-stop. Who can relate to that? So for some people, the working non-stop comes from everything else in my life is horrible or is crumbling. I have no idea how to stand a relationship because I have wounds. And we're going to talk about that in a second that I haven't healed. So I am going to pay attention to this little area of my life where I'm actually good at and I get praise. And every time I get praise, I get a dopamine rush. And so I'm going to work, I get praise and I feel happy. So I work more so I can get more praise, maybe now a promotion. And so I get happier. So now I'm going to work even more because if I work, I get praise and money. And this is an addiction, like drugs is for drug addicts, it creates a dopamine rush in your brain. And I have to say, I was guilty of that. I am a recovered workaholic. And when I say I'm a recovered workaholic, like alcohol, you have to be conscious of the effect that that dopamine rush gives you. And so you can interrupt it at all times. For some other people, it has nothing to do with the fact that other areas of your life are crumbling, but it has everything to do with their self-worth and the way they feel and fulfill their unmet needs. So before I tell you all about those things, let's talk about how the burnout cycle shows up in your life so you can identify if you are there and again this can happen to people who are working in jobs people who have businesses and even stay-at-home moms you can burn out from being at home with your kids trust me and ask me how I know so the first sign of the burn out cycle is physical signs you might start getting headaches, you might feel um, lightheaded, Uh, you might get stomach pain. It's just like physical, right? For me, it got to the point where I had hives all over my body. That was one of the, uh uh-oh, wake up sign, girl, you have to do something about this right now because it's not getting any better. This was after ignoring migraines for years. So it takes a while to get there. And it depends on your resilience. Some people might get affected quickly or quicker than others. It also depends how you can release the stress in the middle. So after your body has been affected, then your emotions get affected. So the second stage is the emotional stage. You start numbing how you feel. Like you know there's a problem, but I don't want to think about the problem, so I'm going to look the other way emotional. This is when you start over drinking. You know, it's like I can't wait for five o'clock to have a glass of wine. Who's been there? I have. I am so glad I'm not there anymore. Numbing your emotions does nothing but aggravates the problem. What about people who, you know, binge watch Netflix or people who like have other sort of addictions? Eating habits? i I'm just I'm not even going to mention all the addictions, but you know what I'm talking about. When you're trying to numb your pain, you know there's a wound you have to heal. Okay. So the third one is when your relationships and your friendships and all your life in society starts just like not making sense. You cannot connect with another human being unless you are vulnerable and unless you're open and unless you are in a good vibrational frequency space. And when you are burned out, you simply don't have the energetic capacity to hold compassion and to hold unconditional love and to hold just the ability to avoid getting triggered by life. And so when you start arguing nonstop with your spouse, when you start just not tolerating your children, when you don't even want to hang out with your friends, when you just want to be between work or a cave, (laughs) the bathroom (laughs) or the ice cream shop, that's, you know, you have a problem. You are really far out into the burnout cycle. Mental depression anxiety. How many of you have anxiety attacks? How many of you feel depressed? How many of you are caught up into the skill change cycle? I should spend more time with my children, but I really need to work. I should not be able, I shouldn't be triggered every time, you know, this happens, but I cannot control myself, right? That should all those rules start coming up Triggering the guilt and the shame, holding you back down in the lowest possible vibrations, almost close to death. And depression, right, starts creeping in. And this is when you actually are a little far gone for me, right? Like you have to look for uh, sometimes medical attention when you get that far down. Because there's other factors that you need to consider when it comes to your body. And spiritual, you know, when you totally disconnect from the connection that you have with God, with the universe, with your highest power, whoever it is, whatever you call it, you disconnect yourself from this oneness that we are, that is pretty significant and you have to do something about it. So, how do you get out of this? non-stop unhealthy cycle the why the way I like to approach it and the way it worked for me and the way it has worked for my clients is with a three-pronged holistic approach we work on your mind we work on your emotions and you and we work on your energy so it's not what you're thinking so let me explain so why working on your mind so The reason you are burnt out is because you do things in a certain way where you don't let the stress cycle complete. So you work all the time or you obsess over how clean your house needs to be or how your kids need to be dressed or how you show up at a PTA meeting or how perfect your relationship needs to be or how... Many times you need to touch base with your friends. You have all these rules based. Listen, this is very important on the unhealed wounds that you have within you that were most likely created, uh, and you know it, it affected you when you were a child. So. Not everybody has childhood wounds but most people I'm going to say 99.9% of everybody has childhood wounds and what are these wounds look like are like people who are afraid of judgment right if criticism affects you and triggers you you're probably affect uh, you probably have a wound that makes you afraid of judgment. And what that does is that it totally taps into your self-worth muscle, right? So why do you clean nonstop? Because you don't want your spouse or whoever lives with you to come home and, and say, why is the kitchen not clean? Well, I was tired today, right? So I'm not gonna clean it. Or why do you work 80 hours a week? because you cannot possibly accept the fact that things were not 100 perfect or that everything was exactly like you envisioned it to be so you don't delegate because you don't want it to be wrong because you don't want anyone to judge you Then, then we have people who have this need to be a victim and martyr and self-sacrifice for the world most likely because they were raised by abusive parents, in some cases, or they were um, they were exposed to an abusive relationship, where they learn the best way to survive is to keep things, you know, easy going, right? So you are incapable of saying no to a request, even if your plate is completely full, and you always want to be liked. You want to be liked, you need to be liked. You die to be liked and accepted by others. You see how this compounds? You can have more than one wound, by the way. So then there is other ones who are afraid of rejection. I have been there, rejection, right? So then you focus on doing the things that you do well and you don't tap into the areas where you don't know if you're gonna be good enough because rejection is very painful, and this wounds sometimes happens in the most innocent ways. My wounds of rejection came from like people not showing up for a birthday party, and you know I felt like nobody liked me. So I'm rejected. The world rejected me, and I'm talking like twelve years old. So where in your life you might have been rejected or judged or Abuse in a way that you felt like you needed to keep the peace. So start thinking all these questions. Then fear of intimacy, vulnerability. Are you actually showing up authentically and intentionally every day in your life and being vulnerable enough to say, you know what? Today, I don't have the energetic capacity, the mental capacity, the physical capacity to take on that task, but I can do it later. Intimacy doesn't only mean physical. It means vulnerability. And then trust. Was your trust crushed when you were little and now you're incapable of delegation? You have to do it all. You have to do the dishes. You have to fold the clothes. You have to be the boss at the office. You have to do all the projects. You have to do the presentation. You have to be the one who organizes the party and makes the doctor's appointments. How many things are you not trusting other ones to do for you? You have to do the groceries. You have to do the homework. Are you catching up? <laughs> and I'm so passionate about this because I was there. This was my life. And then neglect. And neglect could be physical neglect or emotional neglect. But neglect uh, shows up like this. I don't need anybody. I can do it all. I'm self-sufficient. I'm strong. I'm independent. Who needs any help? Am I ringing some bells for people? And then we have fears to be seen and heard. Right? Were you being? Were you told when you were little? And if you're a Gen X like me, you probably did that. Girls look pretty and shut up and stay in the corner. So now you're afraid to actually speak up your mind and say you know what no it's a complete sentence i'm gonna set my boundaries this is how much i can do today and i don't need to do that because it's not in my core values and because i don't need to prove anything to anybody so wounds wounds create your beliefs and your beliefs create the rules and the personas that are out there to defend all the rules and the beliefs And all of this is what manufactures your thoughts. Your thoughts that show up in your life repetitively, 80% of the time. 80% of the thoughts that you think today are the same thoughts that you thought yesterday. And 90% of the thoughts that you have are negative. So, you know, you've been thinking a lot of crappy thoughts for a long time. And so we have to intervene and interrupt these thoughts. This is where we work with the mind. But then what happened is that all these emotions of you know the need of the need of being heard, the need of grinding, the need of pushing, the need of proving yourself, all these emotions keeps you at the lower frequency keeps you in a place where you cannot possibly manifest anything you want, quite frankly, because you are not in the same vibrational frequency of the things that you want. So we have to deal with the emotions that come with all these wounds and all these thoughts. And then energy, right? How many of you are aware of the energy that you're putting out of the world? And the easiest way to see what kind of energy you're putting in the world is by by looking at your life and seeing what's showing up. So if you have a job that you hate, if you are in a department that you don't like, if you have a boss that mistreats you, if you have a spouse that's abusive, If you have a relationship that's not what you wanted, if your bank account is not what you always dreamed it would be, it's because you are not in the same vibrational energy of the things that you want. So life, the universe is showing these things to you, put it in your face as a feedback so you can actually take control of your life and change that. You can do that at any given moment. So how do you get out of this cycle, right? It's simple. (laughs) Not easy, but simple. You have to heal the wounds, and the wounds will heal the emotions. You have to interrupt the thoughts so you don't continue to spiral down, and you have to clear the energy that have been there based on all these things that we've been talking about for many years, decades. Most of your life, for some of you, right? So, this is exactly what I do with my clients. Exactly this. And it's very unique and individualized. Every person needs something different. And this is why I offer a complimentary consult so you can understand exactly what are the wounds that you have that you have to deal with. Because, trust me, when I tell you that awareness is the first step to recovery, once you start being aware, oh, I have this trust wound oh, I have this rejection wound. You start looking at things from a different perspective, and you'll be able to say, oh, this is what I do, what I do, right? And so awareness, you'll be able to understand exactly what are the wounds that you have, so you can heal them. And then we'll start looking at the thoughts, you know, give you a Real life example, it will be a clear understanding of from this wound comes these thoughts. And so we'll replace the thoughts. I'll show you how to replace the thoughts, right? And then you got to clear your energy. You got to clear your energy. So I'll give you typical, easiest ways to clear your energy on your own. So you can maintain these things. So in this complementary console, you have access to all this. And if and only if we both feel like this is a good match for both of us, then you ask me and I'll tell you how to work with you. But my intention, and this is living intentionally, right? My intention is for you to have the tools that you need to so you can heal yourself. Because Quite frankly, that is the purpose in my life. This is why I quit my multiple six figures corporate job so I can help you heal. That's just why I'm here to do. So I'm gonna put the link for the complimentary consult in the comments of the episode, and I can't wait to talk to you, help you heal, help you create balance, happiness, and burnout. Stop living in autopilot. Start living int- intentionally and change your life. I love you all, and I see you next week.